how to create abundance and I mean like in a sustainable way I, mm, I actually want to say something else right now but I don't want to give it away just yet how to create that abundance if you incorporate the thing that I'm sharing today you're absolutely golden okay it's it's long-term results so let's dive right in So what is abundance? First of all, it's just it's plenty. It's the rule of plenty. Now I'm going to talk about what the rule of plenty actually is. How do we maintain it? How do we make it sustainable? How not just sustainable replenishment? I want to take out the word sustainability and exchange it with replenishment, right? Because we want the abundance, right? It's like just plenty enough, more than enough, right? Not lacking. So how do we make that sustainable? The reason I brought in abundance, the word abundance, is because the other word that I want to use kind of sounds like it's not really going to get results. We're taught in our society to go, go, go with that masculine energy, that shadow masculine. Um, not the balance that's just present and knows its purpose and target and stays on course. No, no. The one that's like, it's never enough. The masculine energy that is used by the ego. It's never enough and go, go, go and produce more and just who cares about anybody else? It's just bulldoze over the world and environment and people. It's just like, we want results. So that is praised in our culture, right? Achievement is praised. The feminine energy is not. Now, the feminine also has its own shadow. But what I'm addressing today is that allowance. And the two together make manifestation possible. In what way? I wanted to originally call this video, Love Yourself Into Abundance. Because for you to experience abundance, like true abundance on all levels, because look, there are a lot of people that I grew up around these people. There are a lot of people that are very wealthy and they're miserable on the outside, inside. And yeah, outside it seems like they're good, but they're still they're getting agitated with other people. They're getting aggressive when something doesn't go their way. Um, but they really, they're wealthy. It seems like, you know, they have the house, the car, they seemingly have a lovely family, but Inside, there's no abundance. There is no wealth inside. Not the kind of wealth that matters. And there are also those people that are there going into, yes, I love myself and I connect. But they're not wealthy in a material way. And that too is a lack of self-love because you're meant to be abundant. You are a multidimensional being who came here to experience just so much goodness on all the levels. You're supposed to be wealthy. You're supposed to be happy, like just wealthy in all the aspects, abundant in all the ways. So loving yourself into abundance, and I'm gonna give you the three steps today 
How do we do that? And this is what makes that creation, that manifestation possible long term. This is what makes it sustainable. And that again, that energy of replenishment just keeps coming up, that word replenishment, right? That it's never ending. It's just it's working for itself because that self-love is there. All creation comes from love. It's the energy of love. There is we have in the world fear and we have in the world love. Nothing can be created out of fear. Things can be destroyed out of fear. Things are created from love. And I don't mean the love between two people. I don't mean the love, um, I don't know, for an object or for something that for an experience. I'm talking about the love that you are. Love as essence, as God, life, consciousness, source, as that which you are. You are love, that energy. So... The three steps to loving yourself into abundance. Step number one, forgiving yourself for ignoring, shutting down, shutting away, pretending that part of you is not there. I know that I've done that. I've shut down my feminine side from the age of 13. Emotions weren't safe. Feeling wasn't safe. The feminine, I mean the feminine energy. Expressing myself wasn't safe. It took me a lot of time and support from teachers, many teachers, reading books, um, again, showing up in sessions with uh, my mentors to open that up and for it to finally feel safe. Because what happened was when I would open the door, it's basically I locked my feminine in the basement and so what I would describe it as and when I'm, I would let her out, I'm like, okay, let's be friends now. I'm going to let you out. She would go insane, and that didn't feel safe. I'm like, nope, let's lock her back in. Like, I just, I can't. But it's only logical, right? I mean, how would you feel if you were locked in the basement for years? You'd probably be pretty pissed off. So it's only natural that, and I actually have this with clients, when we tune into that inner child, sometimes they don't want to speak. They're so angry, and it's like, I don't trust you. I don't believe you. You're a liar. You lock me up and like it doesn't feel safe. You've abandoned me. It's only natural for that part of us to feel anger. Because oftentimes for many people, I mean, it depends where you are with your journey. But in most cases, we haven't spent time with that inner child. We haven't spent time with that vulnerable part of ourselves. And it's not going to take one sitting to be like, okay, now we're besties. It. You need to build trust. You need to build trust with yourself. And that begins with taking responsibility. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've abandoned you. I'm sorry I haven't. I'm sorry I neglected you. I'm sorry that, you know, there's this part of you, that your subconscious mind, that inner child, who you've just been dumping everything on. Every unprocessed emotion. I don't want to handle this. Dump it on the kid. Every situation that was too much. I don't want to handle this. Dump it on the kid. All the limiting belief systems, you're trying to numb out, dump it on the kid. And it's that scared child that just wants to be loved. It doesn't want to have that overwhelm. It, it can't handle that overwhelm, so it shuts down. So the first step to loving yourself into abundance is, can you be there with that child? Can you acknowledge and take responsibility that you haven't been showing up, that you could have been better, and that now you are better? Number two, being present. So one of the things that you're asking for forgiveness for is 
not being present is not being there with, not sitting with. Most of clients, not most, it depends where they are on their work, but further along, whenever there is a trigger, oftentimes when I ask, what is the action step? And they go into, that part just wants me to be there with it, just to connect, just, I'm with you, and you're safe, and I love you. And that's all that's needed. So the second step to loving yourself into abundance is being present with yourself. And again, that is hard enough. This is why I do this with one-on-one -on -one clients. And if this is something that you want to dive in deeper into, then definitely contact me. The information is down below if you're on YouTube and in my bio if you're on Instagram. This can be difficult. This can feel very unsafe because it that rebuilding that trust, creating that relationship with that part of you, it takes time. And when I say be present, your ego, your mind is going to do everything that it can to not be present because it can't live in the present moment. There is no mind in the present moment. It's just that place of no thought of neutrality. Because in the present moment, you just are. There are no stories. But the stories are created by the mind. The stories of the past, of what happened, this is what it means. Projections of the future based on the past of, I know, and this isn't safe, or this is safe, or I want this, and life will be better when. And in the now, the mind doesn't exist. But there's a part of you, your body desperately wants you to be present with. Because it has so many stuck emotions, so much stagnant energy that isn't moving. It will move just once you're there fully with. So step number two, be present with. Even if your mind takes you out of it, be present with. Step number three, scheduling, creating a structure. This will seem kind of the opposite of what I just said about being present. It's like creating a structure. Isn't that like in the future? How is that being present? On the journey of inner work, on connecting with yourself, on creating that which you want. The reason this is three steps into abundance is because it doesn't matter if you can manifest that which you want, seeming like, I want money and I manifest it. If you don't feel whole, like again, if there's no wealth on the inside, it's the rule of plenty. You're just going to get plenty of what you have already. It's just going to be more misery, but you're going to have more money, but you're just going to be still the same person. Or you're going to have that relationship, but again, you're still there. That vulnerability, that inner child that I was talking about, it's still there. So this is why those are the three steps to loving yourself into abundance. And where does that planning come in, that structure, the third step? From the present moment, and this is the power of coming into now, you get to go into, what do I want to create? What is my intention? Because as much of a paradox as this can seem, structure is actually what creates freedom. It is that masculine energy combination with the feminine. When the masculine energy has that structure, I know where we're going, I've got this, you're safe, the feminine can relax and open and bloom and play. That intuition comes in, the inspiration comes in. Those tasks on that to-do list just become so easy and effortless because it's the combination of the two energies. And this is what I keep bringing it back to over and over again. You need the two to create abundance. You need the two to manifest powerfully. Manifestation comes, I mean, we can definitely do it from this. I got a, you know, 
hustle and it was gonna be hard and painful, but I can overcome this. Manifestation happens in this just magical way when you're just in the moment and you're present and that's when the magic happens. That is the feminine flow. That is the feminine energy. When you're just sitting there having a great time and it's just this peaceful place and then you get, oh, maybe I should call this person and they have something for you or they thought of you or something along those lines. Or maybe you just have an impulse of, I should go to that store tomorrow. And then that follows something else and something else and something else and you get to create that which you wanted in this most magical, incredible way. That is how you manifest effortlessly. That is how you create an abundant life. So the three steps to sum up, because it all comes, like I said, it all comes from yourself. It all comes from within. Number one, forgiving yourself for not being there. Number two, being there. Number three, creating that structure and safety for that inner child to let go. Tuning into that masculine energy so the feminine can relax and create powerfully and beautifully. So again, if this is something that you want to do more in depth, if you want one-on-one -on -one support, because I know this can be a lot, reach out to me and we can see how we can work together. All my work begins with a clarity call because I want to see if we match energetically, if this is a match for me, if this is a match for you, and also just finding out more about your story and whether whether I can support you in getting where you want to get to. Yeah, thank you for being here and I'm wishing you a powerful day.